you're smart, you're motivated, you want to do something big. You're on the verge of being a young boss, and we're gonna help you get there. I'm your host, Isabel Garino, and welcome to the Young Boss Podcast, where youth is your power. Today, we're gonna be talking all about supporting others in business. To me, this is so important. It can have a really positive impact on your business. You're gonna hear all about some of my personal experiences and stories of supporting others in the industry and how it's been affecting their careers and my career. I'm gonna try to give you my best advice, which is always to support other people. Young people, older people, who cares? Gas them up, spread the word. This is your chance to really connect with other people in the industry. I really believe that giving is the most selfish thing you could do. The reason I think that is because what goes around comes around in business. To me, when you give someone, whether it's feedback, whether it's your advice, your help, right, that comes back to you. I love to support others in business because it always comes back. That's why I say it's the most selfish thing you can do. I'll never forget these gentlemen who run a similar company to ours. They were in the ground phase and they came to us and they said, hey, we really need help getting this off the ground. What can you do? How can you help? and they didn't have the money to pay us and they didn't have the staff to even do the jobs, but I gave them absolutely everything that we could to help them get off the ground and now they're one of our strongest affiliates. We love sending people their way and they just needed that support and I didn't do it for them to turn around and be a great affiliate for me. I did it because... I believed in their brand, I believed in their business, and I truly believe what goes around comes around. So supporting others is like definitely one of the best things that you can do in business. I do wanna say though, you have to make sure that all of your intentions are pure and good. No quid pro quo, right? You know, we want to make sure that when you're loving on someone or supporting them in business, you know, if you are in the same industry as them, that's still important too. Why make enemies out of people who could end up being friends with you? To me, there's really no competition when it comes to business because you have something that they don't have and vice versa. So the best thing that you can do is start to befriend them and start to support them in business. You know, my gal who does my lashes, she also does eyebrows, right? But I go to a different person for my eyebrows because I want a different product than she can deliver. And she's perfectly okay with that. And she supports that. And she speaks kindly of the other girl who does eyebrows. And to me, that's a silly thing, but it's so, so important. If she sat there and talked trash about her, I would feel some type of way. And actually she might lose business from me for the thing I am going to her for. But instead she speaks kindly about it and is like, go, wherever you want to go. She's incredible at what she does. I love her artistry and she hypes her up. And to me, that makes me feel even more solid in the business I'm giving her. And it makes me feel happy about the other girl I'm going to. Now I get to support two small business owners who equally love each other. And it's not a competition. It's a supporting environment. Definitely some of the benefits that I've seen from, you know, being supportive for other people is other business, right? That always happens, whether it's now or tomorrow. Sometimes someone will come to us and they'll say, hey, I really want to open an assisted living home, but I don't have the budget and I want to do it in this specific home that has four bedrooms and I want to work in the home and live in the home. And it's just not in alignment with what we teach. But one of our competitors, that's exactly what he teaches, how to live in the home and work in the home and do shared bedrooms for those seniors. So I am happy to support him and say, hey, you know what? I'm so happy that you want to do assisted living. I'm not the right fit for you. 
Because if they were to come to my training, actually they wouldn't find value. They would say, this isn't what I'm looking for. You're coming at it from an investor perspective and I wanna come at it from an operator and hands-on perspective. So me sharing that business with my competitor and calling him and saying, hey, I've got a lead for you. He's never paid me on those leads, but to me, it just makes me feel better about myself. Not only am I helping the client, I'm helping him. And then when he has someone who comes to him who says, I want to do this hands off. I want to be an investor. I'm sure he'll send it my way someday. (laughs) To me, also, when you support other people in business, it creates just a positive work environment. I'm so lucky that I'm surrounded by an incredible team who's incredibly positive and supportive. And when I do something, they hype me up and they give me so much big ups for everything that I'm doing. And really it creates that mutual growth because when they do something, I'm the first one to shout them out and be so excited and repost their stuff or share it with a friend. It's what goes around comes around. And to be honest, when one of us wins, we all win. You know, when we support other people, we create a collaborative environment and we can have better communication because when you bring an idea to the table as a young boss, as an entrepreneur, and everyone around you is supportive, and even if they don't agree with the idea, but they're supportive in it and they're like, I love that idea, keep bringing more, let's keep going. It's having that environment of collaboration, it leads to better communication. People are then willing to come to the table with ideas, they're willing to talk to you about stuff. And when you don't have that environment, you get people who are shutting down, people who have amazing ideas, but their lips are sealed. They're not willing to talk to you and they're not willing to share those, you know, ideas that come up from them. To me, everyone in my company is a visionary because they all have different ideas. I don't need a whole bunch of worker bees. I need people who are creative with ideas, who are willing to communicate with me what they're seeing and how they think we can improve. So if I create a collaborative, supportive environment, then it opens the door for me receiving more ideas, right? Now, I'm not saying I need, you know, all chiefs and no Indians, But I want their ideas so that we can communicate and collaborate together. Not everything we do has to be my idea as the boss. You know, when I create this environment, my team members, they feel more comfortable sharing their ideas and opinions, and it actually leads to more efficiency. Because if it's your idea that you're implementing, then you're excited about it. You're jazzed about it, and you're like ready to go. It increases job satisfaction. And my employees, they feel valued, and they're more engaged, they're more motivated motivated at work because they're excited about the tasks that they're doing because it's something that they had an idea for. One of my amazing team members, Krista, about a year ago was like, we have to do a podcast. And I was like, okay, work it all out. Bring it to me. Bring me topics. Bring me guests. Bring me all this stuff. She worked so hard and she's thrilled that we're able to be on this podcast here today. Her job satisfaction is amazing seeing things like this come to life and knowing that it was her idea, right? And she's like thrilled to be a part of it. And that to me is amazing because I was able to say, Hey, bring me a a true idea. I want to support you in this. And if it's good, we'll go forward. Sometimes it's not good and that's okay. But in this example, it absolutely was. And you know, she loves working for us. We love working with her and it really makes her feel more valued as an employee with us. When we create a collaborative environment as a young boss, you get employees and staff who are going to pool resources, who are going to use their skills to problem solve more effectively. They're going to have higher morale and increased productivity. And to me, that's really exciting because as a young boss, we all know we want to get the absolute maximum we can out of our employees and independent contractors. So to me, diving in and listening to them more 
is the least I could do. Like I said at the beginning, it's the most selfish thing I could do because it's actually going to give back to me tenfold. Just being open, just being willing to be like, tell me what you think. Tell me how you would handle this. And then they feel supported. They have increased productivity. We have higher morale. Like it's literally a win, 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 right? DJ Khaled, all we do is win. That's how I feel when we talk about having a supportive environment. It's the absolute best thing you could do to create that positive workspace where people want to come back and work for you, where people are excited to show up to work every single day. When I think about supporting others in business, it doesn't just mean your team, right? A lot of times we focus only internally, and I know I've talked about that a bit today, but also it's externally, right? It's competitors, but then also just other small business owners. To me, that's really exciting, and it leads to easier growth and success in your industry. When we think about, you know, collaboration, I always think about standing on the backs of giants, someone who has gone ahead of you, someone who's done something there, they've already been there and working with them and allowing them to help you, to help you rise above. One of our incredible business coaches, Gary Harper from Sharper Business Processes, I'm obsessed with him and his team. Shout out to Gary, love you. Um, But he is all about networking and sharing his connections. When I say, hey, I really need to get on a podcast to talk about XYZ, or I really am looking for a stage where I can share this specific message. He does an excellent job of saying, I got you and connecting me. And he doesn't just send me their email or phone number and say, good luck. He puts us in a group text together. So he knows that that other person responded back to me. To me, that's incredible. He is the epitome of a support system in business. And I always strive to be more like that too. There's a bunch of masterminds who can help you with that as well, supporting others through networking. You know, when you join a group, a collaborative group, I highly advise that you do not just join because you want something. I don't join a group unless I can ask the leader and say to them, do you think that I can support the people in your group? Do you think that I have something to give back to them, something that they can gain or learn from me? And if they say not really, right, then it's like, then I actually don't want to join the group because it's not just about take, take, take. It has to be about give, give, give. Word of mouth travels really fast. And the more giving you are, the more connecting you are to other people, the more excited they are about working with you going forward. And the more they want to recommend you to other people too. It's literally just cyclical at some point. You know, something that is kind of a low key benefit of supporting others in the industry is that you build a reputation as a supportive and trustworthy person, as a supportive and trustworthy business owner. You also can really be establishing strong relationships and expanding your own network. And to me, that's really fun and exciting. I, I'm talking all about my lash girls today, but when I lived in San Diego, one of my favorite lash artists, her name's Elizabeth Hua. She is a rock star um, and she teaches and trains people how to do lashes. And when I was moving, Moving from San Diego back to Arizona, I was devastated to be leaving her because she's so good at what she does, but she was so excited to share with me some of the other people she knew in Arizona who do what she does. And she was like, let me connect you. Let me get you in touch with them. She wasn't sad or scared to send business away. She wasn't like, you're not coming to me anymore. Like screw you. No, she was so excited to say, 
let me support you in this. Let me recommend you to someone. And she has built a reputation as exactly that. She gets so much business from people coming to her saying, Hey, I'm looking for a tattoo artist. I'm looking for a hairstylist, a nail tech, an esthetician, whatever it may be. That's how her reputation is now built. She's like the networking queen when it comes to all the beauty needs in like California and and Arizona. She knows everybody. And to me, that's amazing. It makes me want to root her on even more. So when she posts something, I'm so excited to repost it and shout her out and be like, you go girl, because she is amazing and she's trustworthy now. She's not taking everything for herself and saying, if you're not just coming to me, you're not going to anybody. No, she's saying like, let me share the wealth. Let me share the business. And so having that increased reputation, having that network is something that if you don't have, you should really start building because you want to be known as someone who's trustworthy in that regard. And when you support others like that, they're actually more likely to recommend you to their network and provide high quality referrals. You know, when she tells me, Hey, go to so-and-so, I don't even question it. I don't even do my research. I just go off her recommendation because I trust her so much. She knows exactly what I want, what I need, and she's sending me to the best of the best. So I trust her and we just have a seamless relationship in that way. She's my go-to gal when I need beauty recs, right? Now, when we talk about affiliates, I do want to say that when you support other people, they are probably more likely to return the favor and offer their support when you need it. So I don't want you to go into it for that reason, but you definitely can know and understand that a lot of times when you give to people, they're willing to give back and you can create a collaborative and a mutually beneficial relationship in this way. To me, that's, it really truly is a monetary benefit of supporting other people. It doesn't always happen. We have affiliates who we make a ton of money for them and they don't make barely anything for us, but I love working with them and it's a, it's a great relationship there and vice versa. We've got some people who make us a ton of money and we don't make them a ton of money and it is what it is, but it's always coming from that perspective of how can we mutually benefit each other and get through this together. And I think when you have that heart and you're open to it, people are wanting to work with you more and they're excited to work with you more because everyone in business at the end of the day, right? Dollars are what matters and we need to be cash flowing and we need we need to be making money. And, uh, if, if that's not going to come of it, then that's okay. But many times when it comes to supportive and collaborative relationships, there is a monetary factor that you can take advantage of. A lot of times when you're working with new business partners or competitors, you can gain a lot of new insights and really learn new skills, improving your own professional development. Because like we said, there, there is a component of this that you're receiving from. And so to me, when you're working with someone new, it's going to naturally improve your skills and knowledge on new content business ideas. So being open and having that energy of, Hey, let's, let's learn from one another can be a really, really nice thing. And a, and a side benefit of just being open and supporting others. To me, something really beautiful about social media is it gives you a really big, up in collaboration. You can share other people's content. You can show them love on social media, hyping them up in the comments. And you know, when they ask you to like something, click something, download something, doing that, right? Giving them as much visibility as possible, sharing their stories, promoting their work, their art, their achievements, every chance that you get, you know, being able to comment and engage on their posts is really exciting. You can encourage your friends and peers to be following them and, you know, work with them through this. It helps create 
create a more personal connection and you're expressing interest in this person's life and this person's business. So that's a way that they're going to feel really connected to you through this. I also want to say a lot of times you can offer feedback and support only when solicited, and when you're offering that constructive criticism and support, make sure that you're only teaching what you truly know, right? This isn't fake it till you make it. Do be genuine in it, but sometimes you'll see something. My brother just launched a new webinar, and I was like, hey, I do webinars all the time. Do you want my feedback? And he was like, sure. And I gave him three things that if he implements, will make him $10,000 more every month. So I'm really excited to be able to give that to him, but it's something I know really well. I'm doing webinars almost every single day. When you're able to collaborate with people on social media, you know, many other podcasts I'm on, there's that new cool thing where you can post it and you're sharing that post. So it's two people posting the same thing together. We've all seen that on Instagram, maybe doing that, not saying decline and not adding it to your page, but saying accept and adding it to your page and hyping up their business, sharing those skills and ideas and building each other up through collaboration. When you're on social media and you're working with other people, supporting them in business, make sure that you are being a connector, right? When you're done working with someone, share some references, mention your friends or other people who do things in every single conversation. You don't know what they might need and who might benefit from you connecting them. So make that introduction and help to always connect. I love when I'm hanging out with a connector because when I leave the dinner with them, right, they're always then sending me like, here's this thing I talked about. Here's this book I talked about. Here's this doctor I mentioned. And they're sending me all these referrals after we meet up and my phone is like, ding, ding, ding. And I'm like, I just had dinner with you. What are you messaging me? But they're sending me all those connections. And to me, that's like the best type of friend to have because they're not gatekeeping. They're not holding it all in. They're saying like, no, here's everything I talked about. Here's how you go about it. And here's all the people. So you can have that positive experience too. You know, I can think of a time when I was working with some people who were not supportive of others in their industry at all and how it left me with such a nasty taste in my mouth about actually working with them. We were working with a a legal company and we were really enjoying the work that they were doing, but we knew that the affiliate program we had with them wasn't yielding as much benefit as it could be and it should be. So we were shopping around for other people to work with. Now, we didn't want to stop working with company number one when we found company number two, we wanted to give our students options to say, you know, you can use them or you can use them. It's whoever works best for you. And it was going to benefit us because we were going to be able to make more affiliate money on having two options for our students instead of a monopoly with one. Well, when company one found out we were about to offer, uh, you know, alternative options for company one and company two, they were livid. They were like, we don't want to work with you at all anymore. We don't want to be on your list of recommendations. Absolutely not. Like, take us off. We're done. And it left such a bad taste in our mouth that what, if we only work with you, then we can't work with anyone else in your field. That's just not realistic. To me, when I go on stage, I don't say, hey, no one else can speak on real estate education. No one else can have any opinion on how to invest in single family homes. No. If someone wants to talk about group homes, recovery homes, Airbnbs, you know, land, whatever they want, I'm going to allow it because we need to give people options And no matter what, someone is going to choose you to work with you because they like you and they like working with you. Now, a lot of my competitors, they're different ages, races, sex than me. And that's okay because someone's going to connect with them who's not going to connect with me and vice versa. I always want to make sure that there are options. 
Now, when I think about the opposite end of the spectrum, an example of a, a gentleman, my friend, Henry Washington, who came up to me, you know, he, he knew that my dad had passed away and he was like, I always wanted to get your dad on bigger pockets. And I was like, me too, man. That's like the best podcast ever. Right. In our, in our real estate world. So I'm like, well, you know, I tried for years and, and I guess it's not going to happen. And he pulled me aside and he said, what if I could help you? What if I could try to push your name to the top? Like, would you want that? And I like broke down in tears because I'm like, you, you barely even know me. And he's like, I just want to give back to you. I just want to help you because when my mom needed home care and assistance, I found your dad and he shared with me all about assisted living. And it got me excited about the options that I had for her outside of just an icky big box facility. And he's like, let me forward those blessings onto you. It was literally nothing I did besides exist. And this guy gave me one of the biggest opportunities in my career, helping me get on bigger pockets. And so forever, I'm grateful and thankful to him. And I haven't been able to, you know, give him anything back, but it's one of those situations where he was just happy to pass that blessing, happy to support another young boss in business. And to me, it just makes me say, you know what? It's like when you pay that pay for the person in front of you at the Starbucks line, right? Eventually it stops because someone's too tired and they don't know what's going on. They're like, thanks for my free coffee. Bye. <laughs> or, you know, they, they're cheap and they're like, I'll take it. But it's like that Starbucks line. We want it to keep going and going and going. And you're not blessing the person in front of you. They blessed you. You're blessing the person next. So Henry was able to bless me with this. And now it's my job to say, how am I going to bless someone else with a big opportunity that I have a connection to that maybe they don't? And it goes around and around just like that. Actually, I, I can't think about a time now that I think about it. My friend, Sean Medlin, he used to work for us at the RAL Academy and he's an absolute rock star. He owns and operates a bunch of assisted living homes out in Houston, Texas, and he's doing so, so well. But Sean had a, had a shift. He had a change of heart where he's like, I really want to be like a motivational, inspirational, like personal coach. Like that's what God's called me to do in my life. And so I have a big stage, the RAL National Convention, where we've got six to 800 people in the crowd. And Sean was just starting in his career. And he said, hey, I can't pay you anything. You know, I, I can't do anything for you, but I'm asking you, can you take a chance on me, right? And, and let me get on your stage so you can help me launch my career and my my business. And it was one of those Henry situations where Henry blessed me with something he had in his back pocket. And for me, it was my chance to look at Sean and say, let me bless you. Let me take a chance on you. Because when you become the next Tony Robbins, I'm going to be thrilled to be able to say, I had you on my stage one day. And if he doesn't become the next Tony Robbins, that's okay too. Just seeing his smile, seeing his gratitude, his gratefulness to me was enough. Like that alone hyped me up for a week to know that I helped my friend and I connected him and plugged him into something that he desperately wanted and needed. And I really do wish all the best for him, even if it never comes back to me. That's not what it's about. The impact that giving back can have on you personally and professionally is like a high that you're never going to get from anywhere else, right? It makes you feel so intrinsically good. Because giving something tangible, you can only get back so much, right? A smile, a thank you, a hug, a, a grateful, you know, thank you card. But when you give something that actually matters to someone, a referral, you give someone business, you give someone support, you help connect them in their network. It's something that, you know, it, it's intangible. It's not something you can necessarily get back. You know, I always love this ancient proverb that says, one can pay back the loan of gold, but one 
dies forever in debt to those who are kind. To me, that matters so much. Like you can't give that back. It's just something that you know is out there and you know it just makes you feel so good about it. And a lot of those experiences, they really motivate you to want to do more of them. To me, I think that's why like missionaries end up going on one trip and then they stay out, you know, for 10 years living in Africa. It's because nothing can take away how good that makes you feel in your heart and your soul. And then professionally, to just know and be able to hold yourself accountable that you are a trustworthy, honest, and reputable person in business who's willing to help other people, to listen to people internally, externally, competitors, friends, whoever it is. That's again, something that just gives you this edge. It gives you this motivation, this impact that you just can't take away. No one can steal that from you. So in conclusion, the importance of supporting others in your industry is vital. You literally will get more business. You'll have people who enjoy working for you more. You're going to have more leads, more mutual growth and success. And I want to always encourage you to support others in their careers. Watch what they're doing. Share, like, comment, right? When they ask you to click something, when they ask you to download something, do it. Be that friend who supports other people because when it's your turn and when you need something, you want to make sure that it comes back to you, right? That's not why we're doing it, but it is one of those benefits that comes from it. Having a positive impact is something that you can't erase. You can't take that away from you. Those good things that you put out into the world, no one can take them and they're never going to go away. As the lovely Michelle Obama always says, as we work together, we lift each other up. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Young Boss Podcast with your host, Isabel Garino. Be sure to like, share, and follow on Instagram and TikTok. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And let me know about a time when you supported a friend, family member, or another business owner in business. We're building our young boss community, and I can't wait to meet you. Remember, your youth is your power.